Welcome to Female Empowered, a podcast for female fitness and wellness professionals and business owners looking for real talk about the ins and outs of the industry. I'm Krista Gurka, an accidental entrepreneur turned founder and CEO of a multi-million dollar health and wellness business. In this podcast, I'll be sharing expert insights and having real conversations about what it means to show up, thrive, and of course, get paid. We'll talk about what works, what doesn't, and what really happens behind the scenes of a client-based business. All so you can take away sound advice and actionable steps that help you become a more successful and confident business owner, all on your own terms. So let's dive in. Hey there, folks. Welcome back to another episode of Female Empowered with myself, Krista Gurka. And today we have episode six. We're going to be talking about email marketing do's and don'ts. And if you are listening to this live at the time of its publication, which is January 26th, there is still time to sign up for our 30-day marketing bootcamp where we do a deep dive into email marketing and all about a solid nurture sequence that you can use to nurture your potential customers. All right. So if you are not listening to this live, I'll give you guys a link as to where you can possibly get on the wait list for the next bootcamp. But what we're going to talk about today is, like I said, email marketing, and it can definitely seem complex, but it really doesn't have to be, at least not when you first start. Okay. So Email marketing is one of the best forms of communication you have with your customers. Why? Because we own this platform. I'm sure many of you have heard this before, that you own your email list, but you don't own Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or any of those things. And if any of those private companies decide to change their algorithm or block you all together, you will lose all connection that you have built with all of your customers. So whether you have 40,000, 4,000, or four followers, they could all be gone in the blink of an eye. However, with your email list, you own that list. You can tell it how many emails you want to send out. You can segment it to send it only to a certain amount of people. You can unsubscribe people. All right, so you have total control over the contact and communication you have with your customer base there. So from list building, which is how people really get started, to copywriting, analytics, there's always really something new to learn, which can seem overwhelming for people, but we really cannot let all of this keep us paralyzed. What we want to do is just start where you are. Start where you're at. Action creates clarity. This is one of my favorite sayings, actually. Action creates clarity. So when we're feeling overwhelmed or you're lacking confidence and most of us retract into our little shell and end up doing nothing, I would encourage you to take some action because once you start with something everything will eventually fall into place. It's like, right, momentum creates more momentum, an object in motion tends to stay in motion, all of these things, right? So action creates clarity. So today what I'm gonna do is 
I'm going to give you a few tips on do's and don'ts that are, they're pretty generic, pretty general on what you can do to help improve your email marketing. The first one is subject lines. So subject lines are what people read in their inbox. That's basically tells the subject of the email. Now, because so many people get dozens, I mean, if you looked at my email box right now, how many email box I have in my email account, uh, you would probably be devastated. But so a subject line is really important. You want to make it pop. You want to make people want to open it. So, and there's a lot of tactics that go involved with things that won't get sent to spam, Gmail, and some email server providers have a lot of filters for this. So in my 30-day marketing bootcamp that we do, we actually go over 40 top subject lines that will really boost engagement and opens. And subject lines is the number one reason why people choose to open or not open an email. Now, industry standard ranges as far as open rates, but generally we want to look at anything over a 30% open rate is a good open rate for your list. So you want to know that at least 30% or more of your audience is opening your email. So moving on from subject lines, we want to use our real name from the sender. So for myself, for example, I use Krista Gurka rather than Krista at PilatesInTheGrove.com. So you can change that on your email software. I would say if you're a solopreneur, use your name. If you're a business, use your business name, okay? For Pilates in the Grove, for my company, we use Pilates in the Grove rather than info at Pilates in the Grove. You want to generally keep emails brief, right? People's attention spans are very short these days. And so we want to keep it brief, Generally, great ideas are sentences under 25 words and paragraphs under three sentences. And those are the basic best practices when you're talking about web writing. So anything on your website or um, on a blog or some sort of ad, 25 words or less to a sentence and about three sentences per paragraph. Okay. I like to use a phrase in movement in Pilates a lot that we say as much as necessary, but as little as no, as much as possible, but as little as necessary, excuse me for that correction, as much as possible, but as little as necessary. So we're basically using the muscles we need to, but not over recruiting. So what you want to do with an email is you want to try to get your point across as long as it needs to be, but no more than that. You want to get to the point. Every word and sentence in your email should have a clear purpose. If it doesn't, if it's filler, you should remove it. As a female movement, healthcare, wellness, or fitness professional, you know how to help your clients feel better, right? But do you know how to market the services you provide so that you can help more of those people? If not, you need a marketing plan. And that's where the 30-day marketing bootcamp comes in. This bootcamp is a virtual private event that offers 30 days of marketing advice and exercises for your movement, healthcare, fitness, or wellness-centered brand designed to help you help others. I'll work with you in real time to make sure you understand the execution just as much as a strategy so you end this bootcamp feeling like your marketing muscle is stronger than ever. At the end of the 30 days, 
You'll have a marketing plan that works just for you and your unique brand and is easy to execute. Learn more about everything we cover in the bootcamp and get on the list to join today by visiting kristagurka.com slash bootcamp. That's kristagurka.com slash bootcamp. Always put the reader first when you're composing emails. No one wants to listen to a brand talk exclusively about themselves. Brands that solve problems for people, those are the ones that get hurt. So you want to make it what we call customer-centric instead of business-centric. So whether you're, so you're talking about how it can help the customer, not how wonderful you are as a business. All right. So an example for this is you're, let's say you're selling lawnmowers. All right. I know that this is really random, but if you're selling a lawnmower, a good example would be X lawnmower cuts your grass 35% faster with these new sharper, more blades. Okay. A weak example or a weaker example would say our new mower from company X, our blades are 35% sharper. So you see how one's customer centric versus business centric. So customer centric is saying we cut your grass 35% faster versus business centric is our mowers are 35% sharper. So an example in maybe therapy, physical therapy would be to say, Heal your back pain 35% faster with the Pilates in the Grove Uniques approach versus our patients get better 35% faster. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. So you always want to make things customer centric. All right. So we spoke about this a little bit in the last one of the last episodes where we talked about marketing tips. We want to sell the benefits, not the features. So you want to sell the transformation, the outcome, not necessarily how you do it. Okay, so customers really care much more about the benefits than actual features. So like I said, in the example in the marketing episode, which was episode four, I spoke about how You want to talk about getting the customer back on the golf course versus using manual therapy to get them on the golf course. So you want to sell the benefits, not necessarily the speaker, the features. So if we take this example of the mowers, the lawnmowers that we did previously, a sharper mower blade isn't important because it's sharper. It's important because the customer can spend less time mowing their lawn. They don't care that it's sharper. They want to know how it's going to help them. Another good tip and how we said making your email short, concise, and to the point is to make them skimmable. People cannot, people will be able to skim the email and words will pop out of them. Maybe you bold them, italicize them, underline them, make them a different color where they can pick up positive words or positive phrases that will make them stop and read. So dense paragraphs with a lot of copy are really poor for email, for on your website, for ads, because people get overwhelmed with a lot of copy. And I know for myself specifically, if I see a seven paragraph email or Instagram post, I'm not going to read it. 
You want to keep your sentences brief, like we talked about before, and cut down paragraphs to a sentence, two or three, and then make spaces between the paragraphs so people can skim it. Another tip is make sure that you stay consistent with your email delivery. You don't just want to stay consistent with your messaging. You want to stay consistent with your email delivery. So if you email once a month, you want to email the first Tuesday of every month. If you email once a week, email the first, well, every Tuesday of every week, whatever day you choose, but be consistent. And if right now you're saying, oh my God, I have to email once a week. No, you don't have to email once a week. You can start with once a quarter, once every three months, once a month. I generally suggest starting with once a month because it's like the same thing we tell our patients or clients, the more you do it, the more consistent you will become. The less you do it, the more you're going to have to kind of get them to know, like, and trust you over and over and over again. You're going to have to start from scratch each time. I send out emails once a week for my personal brand, Krista Gurka. For the company Pilates in the Grove, we send out two emails a month, a monthly newsletter and then what we call a mid-monthly newsletter. The reason we don't send out emails more regularly is because we also send emails and text to our clients to to confirm their appointment. So they're already getting a ton of emails and texts from us. So we don't want to bombard them. Because again, once you get too much, people just stop listening altogether. So we have found that sweet spot is one to two emails a month where our open rate will stay above 30%. Now here's a tip that I always find interesting. I researched for a while the best times to send emails. There are some email softwares that will tell you the best time. They will optimize it for you. I know MailChimp does this, where you can say, let MailChimp optimize it for you, and it will optimize based on a bunch of algorithms when people are more likely to open their mail. So in reading a lot of research, and it was really interesting to me, I'm not sure why this was the day and time, but MailChimp, CoSchedule, and I believe one other platform said that stated that the best time and day to send an email are Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. So I tend to send my emails at 6 a.m. because I know a lot of people that check their emails before work. So early in the morning might be a great time. All right. You can also find this in your analytics. When are most people opening your emails? Is it in the evening? Maybe it is six, seven, eight, or nine o'clock at night. And so you should send them at night. I tend not to send emails over the weekend because I know a lot of people give us their work email. And if they're not at work, they're not getting their emails. I do send emails a lot on Tuesday. I'm going to go with the research and maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, but I just want to be consistent. So I know that I'm going to blast them every Tuesday. What I want you to get from this is not overwhelm on email, But just a little clarity on maybe how you can look at what your open rate is and decide how you can make it better. Can you use a personalized to? In other words, you can personalize who it's to. So it says to Jane instead of Jane at Google.com. All right. Or Gmail.com. You can personalize the from. Use your name instead of your email address. Choose a good subject line. We had a great open rate with a promotion we just did that was instead of saying, so it was a $700 discount. So instead of saying $700 off, we said 
uh, the person's name. So Jane, did you mean to give up the $700? And we had a really high open rate with that. All right. Another really good one is I tried to call you, but you didn't answer. And then you could go into the email about a inf- piece of information that you want to give that client. All right. We go over a lot of this information in my 30-day marketing bootcamp. We do a whole module on the nurture sequence and how to nurture new clients and how to regain and retain, how to retain current clients and how to regain past clients. It's an entire module and I actually give you email swipe copy for our email nurture sequence that you can just copy and paste if that's something that works for you. So if you are actually listening to this podcast when it was released, which is Tuesday, January 26th, then there's still time to join the bootcamp. The bootcamp started this week. It started Monday, January 25th. So is there still time to join? If you are interested, I encourage you to go to kristagurka.com slash bootcamp. That's C-H-R-I-S-T-A-G-U-R-K-A.com slash bootcamp. If you're listening to this afterwards, you can still use the same link. You'll probably get redirected to a waitlist page. But I generally run these boot camps every 60 days or so. So if you're interested when the next one's coming up, be sure to go visit that link and get yourself on the wait list for the next one because I cap the amount of people in it. And this way, everyone that's on the wait list gets first dibs to register. So I really hope that you found some of these tips helpful. Email marketing has been something that I've really enjoyed learning and testing and figuring out what really works and what resonates with people and what doesn't resonate with people and how we can always improve. And so I love to teach these skills to other people. I'd love for you to reach out to me. You can DM me on Instagram at Krista Gurka, or you can shoot me an email, Krista at PilatesInTheGrove.com. And I'd love to hear what you thought about some of these tips, or if there's anything that you would really love to learn on this podcast. I have to say that I'm really, really enjoying doing this podcast. It's helping me get a little bit outside my comfort zone. And I'm really enjoying sharing information with you. So I hope you enjoy it as well. And I hope that you will continue to listen and continue to learn and share your experiences with us. And it would be great if you could leave a review, or maybe if you're listening to it while you're walking, you can tag me. Um, It's just a really great way for us to get more and more female healthcare, wellness and fitness pros together, so that we can really all help each other. I, I truly, truly believe that a rising tide raises all ships. And so let's raise this tide together. Thank you so much for joining me. I look forward to sharing another edition of Female Empowered with you. Until next time, my friends, take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of Female Empowered. If you like what we covered today, please leave a review for the show. This helps other female fitness and wellness professionals find the podcast and lets me know I'm sharing helpful information with all of you. If you'd love to get even more insights and find resources to help you market, streamline, and grow your clinic or client-based business, you can visit me at kristagurka.com 
or follow me on Instagram at Krista Gurka. That's at C-H-R-I-S-T-A-G-U-R-K-A. See y'all next time.